Hello, Mission Kids! Courtney here. It is a great day that the Lord has made. Happy Friday, my friends! It is October 9th. I hope you all had a wonderful week and are looking forward to the weekend. I am very excited to have a couple days off. How about you? Before we get into our time of church history today, because it is Friday after all, I have a very special shout out today. I would like to wish Waverly a happy 7th birthday. Waverly, I hope you feel so loved and celebrated by your family this weekend, and I hope you have the best day ever. So today we are learning about the very beginning of baptism. The Greek word for baptism is basically the same word that got used to describe dipping or bathing, or even washing your dishes. To be baptized was essentially to be rinsed with water. And religious baptism is based on the idea that getting the body clean with a bath can announce and embody a new spiritual start. Christians have been baptizing since the earliest days. The New Testament, which uses the word more than 120 times, includes Jesus himself sending his followers and friends into the world to baptize others. He says, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you in Matthew 28:20. 20. There's good reason to believe that wherever there were Christians, there's probably some baptizing going on. Baptisms were really reason for the community of Christians to celebrate. The church welcomed its new members out of the water, clothing them in a clean new robe and celebrating with songs and hugs and kisses. See, among the Christians, baptism was not a small matter. Just like birth, baptism signified a once-for-all-time passage from one identity to a whole new identity being in Christ and partaking in God's spirit. The salvation of baptism included forgiveness of sins, a new start, and a transfer from death to eternal life. The apostle Paul described baptism as being buried and raised with Christ, and candidates for baptism learned these things as part of their preparation, which included prayer and fasting. Christian life after baptism was a big deal, too. Just as it connected the baptized to Christ in the community of sisters and brothers, baptism also separated the new believer from the wider community of non-believers, sometimes including their own friends and family. Claiming and confessing Jesus as Lord meant denying that title to anyone else, including the emperor and the gods of Rome. Now, other religions in the ancient world also had ritual washing, but some of those ceremonies were self-administered. Christian baptism was different because it required at least two people, one to do the dunking or pouring and to speak the words, and the other to let it all happen to them. Often, a large group was present to help welcome the newly baptized into the full life of the church, the family of God. And this included the Eucharist meal, or communion, which usually happened very soon after a baptism. While getting wet was the visible part of baptism, 
just as important as this outward sign were the words spoken along with the washing. The first Christians often baptized in the name of Jesus, and by the time the Gospels were written down, most baptisms were celebration in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, along with a threefold plunge or sprinkle. This was followed by laying of hands and a prayer for the presence and blessing of the Holy Spirit. And in the early church, because they had no buildings specifically dedicated to the ceremony, the first Christians, like their model baptizer John the Baptist, used whatever body of water they had access to. So usually this looked like a river, a stream, a lake, or a pond. Now, baptism has come a long way in the church, and a lot of different people in the church view baptism a lot of different ways. At the mission, there are a couple different options that you have. Some parents choose to baptize their babies when they're very, very little, so usually right after they're born, and that is whenever a pastor will sprinkle some water on the baby's head and bless them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. But in my life, for example, I was actually baptized as an adult. You see, I didn't have Christian parents who raised me in the church, and so I made my dedication to a new life in Christ when I was old enough to make that decision myself. And there are probably a lot of people in our church who have done the same thing. And the good thing is, there's no wrong way to do it. Whether you're baptized as a baby or you're baptized when you make the decision yourself, you are all adopted in the name of Christ through that baptism. So what about you guys? Have you ever been baptized? Have you ever talked to your parents about your baptism if you were baptized when you were a little baby? How does it make you feel to know if you are baptized? And for those of you who haven't been baptized, what, may, what might make you want to be baptized? Today during our time of prayer, let's thank God for the gift of baptism and how it brings us close to Him and the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, but it also brings us close to our brothers and sisters in our church community. Our memory verse for the week is from the book of Isaiah. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Isaiah 26, 4. Before we enter into our time of collective prayer, I had a prayer request called in to me that I would like to share with you all. Courtney, my friend McCoy and his parents, Chris and Julie, have COVID. Can you please pray for them? Thank you. Let us all pray together for this request. Merciful God, hear our prayer for McCoy, Chris, and Julie, who suffer from the coronavirus. May they receive the proper treatment and the comfort of your healing presence. May their caregivers, families, neighbors, and friends be shielded from receiving the virus. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer. 
I praise my God this day. I give myself to God this day. I ask God to help me this day. You may lift up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord during this time. And now, as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Do you have a question for me, your lovely host, Courtney? Or do you want a chance to end up on the next podcast? Whether it be a birthday shout out, a prayer request, or just a funny joke, if you give me a call, your voice might be heard on the next episode. Call me at 423-708-5354. Can't wait to hear from you. And remember kids, God loves you. And I'm sending you all a long distance hug. Have a great weekend.